Bookstores got fucked. Yes. It's called Amazon. Yeah. You own, <laughs> like if you owned a lot of fucking limos, you know, you got fucked. It was called Uber. Yeah. The music industry got confused because it looked like they got fucked with Napster and all that other shit, but it wasn't time yet. There was too many other ancillary things that they were able to control. Mm-hmm. But it's starting to get real interesting. Because the artists, they realize they're getting fucked. That's the yeah. thing. They're so, you know, they yeah. look, they can read your, your stuff. They can go on to Wait, your... wait, wait to the 15 biggest NBA superstars realize they're getting fucked. Yeah. Oh, well, now they're doing it now. They're they're doing doing it now. Yeah. I'm talking about, could you imagine you woke up tomorrow and you heard that LeBron, Steph, Durant, and Giannis and Westbrook have left the league? are now 50-50 partners with a billionaire and have started the World Basketball League and we have a draft in a month, I believe it's gonna happen. Oh yeah. It's game over. You know what? I will go watch that. Mm -hmm. We watch, it became too top heavy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't watch football for Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady, but but basketball is 13 guys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're still not getting the lion's share of the profits anyway. They're doing better. They literally, literally the top 20 players all, could own 50% of a team tomorrow mm-hmm. with a willing billionaire. Yeah. If Bezos is one of them and it's airing on Amazon Prime. It's a wrap. Yeah, but they don't have, like, the problem with the American Football League is they don't have stars. That's true. Right? Like, if we, like again, if we all wake up and LeBron's like, yo, I'm partners with Zucks, yeah. you know, it's game over. Like, yeah. you know, if, mm-hmm. and I don't think that's possible in baseball, hockey, or, or even players. football. You care more about too many variables. Bas- it's just, it's just too, it's it's just too many variables. But twenty basketball players have eighty percent of the leverage. Yep, you can do it. You're right. Hey, what's good? It's your boy Juicy J. I hope you're enjoying the podcast with my sit down with Gary. Instagram, huh? Everyone's freaking out. Yeah. I, I love it. I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> it's been down all day. Yeah. It's been down all day, and everybody's. It's been really nice for me because I've been yelling at everybody to diversify their platforms. Yeah. So you got people with 1.7 million followers on Instagram and 307 on Twitter and everyone's on Twitter right now. Yeah. <laughs> they all cry. <laughs> <laughs> they sure are. How you been? I've been great, man. I've been blessed, man. You know, I had a, a baby this year. Congrats. I mean, I'm a baby last year, but she just turned one this year. Congrats. Yeah, yeah thank you, thank you, What's thank up? you. Yeah, so. I just, that's my first one. That's my just doing, uh, doing my daddy duties and stuff like that. <laughs> you know, I'm glad we were finally make, able to make this happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were just talking. I mean, he has so much going on all over the place, but we were talking about emerging artists. Like, they want to talk about the new hot guys and everything like that, like what's going on with the new guys, unsigned talent. Because you're thinking yep. about it from a label perspective or a collaboration perspective or business perspective? Yeah, yeah, we can definitely do something like that. You know, if you're interested, like, it's so many, I saw, I'm running so many artists, they, they don't, they want to have, like, a lot of labels try to turn an artist in, into what they want, they see the artist could be. But like, I'm, I'm, like, more like, you know, artist development, let the artist be themselves, you know. Uh, you know, maybe get them some ownership if possible, you know, stuff like that. Just try to make, you know, because I feel like the artist makes the label, so we need to treat this. I think the label should start treating the artist um, you know, with more, a little bit more respect. Like, don't just- They're, they're gonna be forced to because yeah. unlike the world I grew up in, the labels will continuously lose leverage because things like SoundCloud and YouTube and Spotify didn't exist. The internet's the middleman. Yeah. And until people realize that, um, they're gonna be vulnerable. So, 
this is the greatest era to be an artist mm-hmm. and it's gonna get better and better and better yep. because you can own the audience, right? I mean, yeah, do everything on. yourself. I mean, when I think about, actually, I think no internet, I couldn't even imagine what hip hop would look like, no internet. The evolutions and all the nuances to the space, it allowed artists to be artists. Some of these cats that came up SoundCloud would have never been able to do the shit they did. No yeah, label yeah. would have let them do any of that shit. No, no, you think no. they're putting on some of that SoundCloud shit on fucking MTV? <laughs> never, exactly, never. right? No way. You grew no. up in the music business, right? Yeah. So you know, but you know, no. the distribution used to have all the leverage, <coughs> right? Mm-hmm. And now every day that goes by, it has less. Mm-hmm. So people started hitting the stores. That's how Juicy got found. Yeah. Actually. Yeah, I was doing my stuff myself, and you know, uh, I was fortunate to have uh, uh, when I got with Sony Records. Uh, they had like a subsidiary, like uh, Relativity. Mm-hmm. They got yeah, Alan Grumblack, but they was let they let us do our own thing. They was like, no, we ain't trying to change y'all. Y'all just do what y'all want to do. Y'all music is, is be the way y'all want to do it. Y'all promote it how y'all want to promote it. Seem like y'all. We were selling like like two hundred thousand copies, gold records on independent. You know what I'm saying? Making like back then they had CDs, so we were making like fourteen dollars a CD. You know what I'm saying? And you know you do the math on five hundred thousand mm-hmm. copies on SoundScan, fourteen. That's a lot of money. So they knew, they saw us doing that, so they was like, man, y'all just keep doing what y'all doing. You know, we ain't gonna try to make y'all go pop or turn y'all into crossover artists. Y'all underground, just stay underground. And, and then we just kept doing our doing, doing our thing, doing our thing, and it got bigger and bigger and bigger. So they never tried to take control at all. They would say, y'all make the, they would give us the money, y'all make the music. Smart. We produced all the music, we wrote all the songs. Smart. Smart. You know, Smart. we promoted it ourselves. The only thing they did was just put it out. Sounds like my book deals. I sell lots and lots of books. Harper Collins makes lots and lots of money and they don't bother me at all. Yeah, yeah. That's right, that's like when you're in distribution, that's the get out of the way of the people that know. Yep, yep, that's it. Unfortunately, that's it. like that's hard to do. You gotta find the right ones in that whole game. Now, the platforms are out of the way. They're not yeah. human beings. There's no sandy Spotify. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> YouTube is not a human. Yeah, you're right. It's so, it's so game changing. Oh, it's so. why it's so fun. It's why there's so much good art. It's why it's so, I was, I was walking the other day in the mall, I was, in the mall, Jesus Christ. I just called the airport the mall. I was, call, I was in the airport <laughs> and um, I was just looking at everybody and I'm like, man, we are finally in a place, like everybody looked different. Mm. Right? Yeah. Like I was just thinking back to like the way I grew up, like hip hop culture? Everybody wore Timbos. Everybody wore fucking yeah. the Timbos, G, baggy G, like yeah, that was exactly the same. Yeah, it's not everybody just sound the same. But <laughs> 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 yeah, music. That's, that's technology. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, but I was looking, I'm like, just everyone's different. Yeah, they got this weird color hair, you know. Different color hair, like, you know. I, yeah, I love it, just like everyone's doing a hundred different things. Yeah, that most definitely. And like everything plays. Mm-hmm. That's what the internet did. Yeah, the internet opened the doors. People now want to see more of, you know, like they, they like the music, but they want to see what, what's, you know, what, like, like Instagram, like what is he doing all day? 100%. Yeah, is he hanging out with his mom, hanging out with his kids, or he hanging out smoking dope, whatever, there's they want to see what you want to do. There's a reason that we sit yeah. in traffic. It's because people want to watch other people. Mm-hmm. If there's an accident, we're looking. Mm-hmm. It's true. We're yeah. nosy as fuck. And if you got something like interesting, like you got some weird color hair, or. Some crazy gold teeth or some Especially diamonds. if you're first, because then everybody yeah. else does it, then it's not different anymore. True, true, true. And then ha- then, what, then what ends up happening is my favorite part. 
who's a one trick pony and who's not. Mm-hmm. That's the new game. Like I think everybody's gonna get their 15 minutes of fame. Yes. The amount of people that are gonna get 15 minutes of fame, it exists. Everybody's got followers. Nine year olds now think about life in followers. Mm-hmm. Right? Likes, like followers, likes. Right? Everybody's famous. True. Who first can pop from the field, but the real game is when you pop and then everybody else puts face tattoos on their face, do you have a second move? Yeah, can you be That's around? why Madonna was Madonna. Yeah. That's why Lady Gaga's doing her thing. If you have real talent. Yeah, hey, I've been doing it for 30 years. It's crazy, is that right? Yep, 30 years. Man, I'm old as fuck. That just hurt me in my heart. Yep. Started with Three Six Mafia, then I, you know, did my solo thing and still been it's rolling. 30? 30 years. Fuck. Won an Academy Award, wrote a song for a movie. I remember. You know. That must um, have been crazy, huh? Man, blessing man. Yeah, it's been it's, it's The I neighborhood still, must have liked that one. Oh yeah, they went crazy. I, <laughs> I, I mean, like, hey, people still congratulate me today. I was I just left I went to the Oscars this time. They were like, hey man, grass. I was like, man, that's like ten years ago. <laughs> They're like, man, you still shining with it though, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'd probably wear that shit around my neck if I had one. <laughs> I used Where to carry it, it everywhere. It's, it's at the house. I used to carry it everywhere with me. Really? I went to clubs, I would too, man. bars. <laughs> I got in so I got free food with that. The night <laughs> I wanted, the guy gave me the free food. Having an Academy Award, like in hand back in the day, that's like having 15 million Instagram followers. <laughs> that is real flex. That still flexes. They were talking about the Monday to Monday playlist. They're talking about low key. We're talking about Zaz Sosa. Like, Zaz Sosa's gonna be so big. Exactly. And like, they're like on the same wave as us. You know what I mean? From a, so do you think, are you thinking about it, Jerry? are you thinking about it from a standpoint of like, being smart about collaborations that really like completely penetrate you into the state of the, the moment or actually like signing these kids? Like how are you thinking about it personally? Like, I got a deal you, on the, you got a lot of flexibility. You could go about it in a bunch of different ways. Yeah, I, I got a deal on the table right now with Columbia. It, we hadn't signed it yet and I, and I love Columbia. I've been with them like pretty much all my life. Yeah, since, for, since I was um, 23. I signed a deal when I was like 23. So I've been under Columbia, it's the whole Sony mm. family. But you know, and I got a deal on the table right now. They want me to uh, maybe do the, be president over there. So it's still negotiating. But you know, I'm weighing my options, you know what I'm saying? Like my thing is like, let's, I wanna do something different, like stir the music game up, get the artist, artist development. You know, pay attention to the artist a little bit more. You know, maybe look, give them a little bit of ownership, stuff like that, and, and ideas, and you know, just kinda embrace the artist, because the artist is the, what makes the company. Have you, know? you thought about other businesses? Like how do you guys think about leveraging the brand and the leverage and the iconic nature, and like whether it's fashion or events or alcohol or bubble gum? Weed. Yeah, cannabis we're, is. We're, we're doing, we're doing I'm very aware. Yeah. You guys are doing it with us. Yeah, Green yeah. Street. Yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah. super happy about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah That's I'm gonna a, work. Yeah. I've been, yeah, I've been keeping a, close eye on it. Yeah. I'm a big, I'm a big weed head, so I love weed. <laughs> you know that weed is definitely. I mean, that's a, that's, that's a given. You know, we can do that all day. You know what I'm saying? I, I think. Please. I think Juicy's ready to. And what's the break it down for me? This crew. You're filming. You're creative. Love yeah, it. he introduces the mix by Ellie. Yeah. It's awesome. Love. Love. So I'm, I'm, uh, I've been managing for obviously a long time. So I've been doing it. It's a pleasure. Thank you, my guy. It's I appreciate it. Fred Coates. Hopefully you buy those jets. I'm trying, my guy. I'm trying. Good. Fred and Darren introducing the squad. Yeah, Fred and Darren and I. Uh, Sid, that's it. Oh, oh my God. Fred, Darren, and I manage MC as well as other things. So 
When did you start in the business? Yeah, no, my guy. I follow this guy. I know Okay. And was it rock and roll at first? Rock and roll and comedy. I've been doing rock and roll and comedy. Comedy. For a long time. I did a show called Mad About You. I had a show Mad About You. Talk to me. Tori Amos at the same time. Oh man, she was so big. Talk to me, so 74 you got into it? Yeah. Just for my own, this is where, I mean, I think history tells the future. My, my biggest hot take on the whole SoundCloud, Lil Pump, all that shit, is that it's rap at the maturity that rock and roll was yes, when yes. punk rock started. Mm-hmm, yep. So it's like, totally I, right? right? Same like energy, I, same, same everything. Totally Fight right. the establishment, like fuck yes. you, J. Cole, like yes. what? That's yes. what they fucking did to Rolling Stones. Like, you know, same shit, mm-hmm. same mm-hmm. shit. So since you were in the game, right around, right? You started in 74, yeah. shit got white hot with punk in New York, like 78, 79, right? Not white hot, okay. it, was, it was underground. Yep, and, and what, was, what, was your, what was everyone's take on it? They were scared. The kids were liking it. The kids were loving it. Mm-hmm. The Clash, the all that shit. They were scared of it. They were scared. They were scared of uh, CBGBs, they were scared mm-hmm. of Madame Wong's downtown. Mm-hmm. I saw the police downtown, they were, driving around in a uh, station wagon. They were afraid. And all of a sudden it became mainstream, like everything else, like rap at the time. Of course. was underground. Um, of course. Mm-hmm. But rap has, rap hip hop has become worldwide cultural. Yes. It's gone, it's gone way beyond because of the social, because of the ability to reach the planet in five seconds. You put out one of your posts, Kids are reading about it in Belarus. Hundred percent. So it's you know, maybe not Belarus because that fucker's a dictator and doesn't let them have internet. <laughs> <laughs> but for sure. Yeah. But that's you know, and I think that's where we're such interesting timing because the music landscape changed so much because of MTV. Like it's crazy. Yeah, MTV. Yeah, I, I remember mm-hmm. the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually think the, the most. I do a lot of history on like culture. Yeah. I actually think like so, social networks most remind me of what MTV did. Like MTV changed the landscape. People yep. didn't want to make videos for MTV, the original bands, because they thought it was free music. Yes. Yeah. It's like it's like mixtapes, right? Yeah. Like, like I remember when you came, we really started like looking, and I remember being so fast with all that mixtape stuff we were doing, yeah. and I remember just being fascinated. As a businessman, I'm like, yeah. are these artists and, and labels smart enough to understand how important mixtapes were? Yeah. And, at the time, back in 08, seven, yeah. five, six, there was still like a rub, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like a mixtape when you're signed. Yeah, it's yeah. so much more accepted now. Yeah. Because the macro like labels understand the promotional value. Some. I remember Some. long I remember a long time that's ago. That's absolutely fair. That's no, that's exactly right. Yeah, I remember when I started doing my mixtapes. Columbia used to be they used to call my phone, stop putting out free music. Stop putting out free music. And all of a sudden, I got a hit record, bands make a dance, it blew up and then it was on a mixtape, and then they called. They didn't even know that I was signed with them. They had got like a new staff. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, would you sign with us? You're like, yeah. fuck, I'm, I'm signed with you. That's what happened, just like that. I believe you. And I was like, y'all crazy as hell. It's a, by the way, it's the same way I think about content. <laughs> yeah. On social, yeah. all my shit's free. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody else is trying to get you into a funnel to buy like a, to buy some sort of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what YouTube has become. YouTube has become just a commercial. It's just like going to a supermarket now. Nothing is adventurous there because they shut it down because of Unilever or somebody like that saying no, no, no. 
You can't do it. Yep. Well, he's experiencing that, and what he's talked about is that he's experiencing that on some of his other clients that are uh, some of the writer center, and we're seeing that YouTube is stopping their traction on some of the. But they're also stopping. They're also stopping it on anything that's yeah. adventurous. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, look. What? Like, listen. Follow the money. When headlines come out that say ads are running on on pedophile content and they don't have the tech to shut down pedophiles but not something adventurous, they have to go, they have to make a decision and what they're doing now, inevitably, because I understand Google well enough, is all they're trying to do is get their tech good enough. They're thrilled for adventurous, they're scared fuckless when Unilever or McDonald's or Coca-Cola pull all ads until you prove to me that my ad won't show up on a pedophile. Well, if you go back in time when, if you know the name Dolores Tucker. Help me there. Dolores Tucker was the the activist in New York who at the time when Time Warner was getting ready to do their cable, their cable license, and she came out and said hip hop is horrible it's horrible for society, blah, blah, blah. That forced Time Warner, or oh, I remember Time, story. to sell it. That's how Universal wound up getting it. Because she put up such a stink, one woman and whatever her crew was, they put up such a stink in New York and the Time Warner uh, license for the cable was much more important. Mm-hmm. I remember that, I saw that in a doc, Tipper Gore, that's Tipper when Tipper Gore got involved. It was the same thing. Yeah, I remember. An artist had the, the rating on the package, I remember. All of a sudden, it started neutering the adventurous artist because they started getting afraid in the record companies. Yeah, the pro- the, the, not the problem, the amazing part of the world is internet. Yeah. yeah. Show me. But you know, just you know, kind of going full circle to what we're talking about is, you know, what what we're hopefully going to be doing soon with the other situation. Want to fuck up the music business now? Really I'm disrupt, really disrupt, the disrupt the music business in a way. Are you able to in the framework of that? Not with that, it'll help. It'll help. But, but I'm mm-hmm. saying that within this, when you say, you know, what can we do? That kind of situation because. Yeah. The world is ready for it. And you'll appreciate this. I think you, everybody here knows it. It already happened. True. Like, right? True. Now it's about, now it's riding the wave. Okay. Right this second, okay. some kid in Toronto who's 16 years old literally just now recorded some shit on free software, mm-hmm. put it on SoundCloud, mm-hmm. and in 43 weeks, all of us are going to be like, yo, that's, he's next. Yeah, he's sign him. Yeah. Yep. Right? <laughs> yep. Yep. The record companies are running, they're still scared, they're still waiting. They're looking for their stats. If they don't have the stats, they ain't gonna do the biggest, pro- the biggest problem they have is their big artists are just not as big as they used to be. Not because Katy Perry or Taylor Swift or Jay-Z are not big, they're huge. It's just everyone's amortized. There's a long tail. Mm-hmm. Every listen that Killy gets mm-hmm. is a listen that Jay-Z doesn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're, yeah. Not, they're not moving quick enough. They're not. They don't have the economic rationale for it. They're not signing the Suicide Boys. They're not signing these younger artists that are coming to Juicy's door every day, every week. And I'm going to call a timeout on that because did you guys discuss what Juicy did and try to put the power in his own hands? So the goat that he is, we call him the goat. Um, he was it's what happens when you've been in the fucking game for 30 <laughs> years. That just means you're old as fuck. <laughs> yeah. uh, what he did was, um, because as in sports, I like to kind of 
he's a gym rat. You know, he's in that studio nonstop. That's Such an advantage. That's just what he does. Yep. So he's like, look, I've noticed that there's no artist development anymore, really, and things of this nature. You know what? Tech, that's his nickname, Tech. Uh, create a, a CRM, a sort of kind of funnel, so I can just say, hey, you got music, you got this on my Instagram, go to Juicy, what is it, Juicy J Talent Search at gmail.com. Yeah. In two days, 12,000 emails came. 100%. Nonstop. And, and they're so listening, 90% of shit. Mm-hmm. Well, but only 98% of shit. <laughs> yeah. 98% of shit. Bulk where it's like, who Guess what? One. That's it. One. That's all you and need. It's like, who is that? That scooter found Justin Bieber on YouTube. There was a yeah. lot of shit on there. Yeah, there was, especially at that time. That's it. So what, what's happening is, is that he, and, and there's A-list artists, I'm gonna put them on blast, but that come to him, like in our studio sessions, and they'll just pull up, like, you know, Juicy, you know, what's going on beat-wise? I need a sound, I need this. What's what hot? Because he's in this, listen, you're either close to the street or you're not. Yeah. It's not super complicated. It's a binary game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, asked right? me, they asked me to help them out with their deals too. They be like, man, deals. how much publishing should I be getting off this? I'm a that, that's, that's re- you know, it's funny. I, I say a lot, and I was hearing, obviously you've heard, like, I always say it's either information or it's entertainment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you can do both, yeah. then you can be a GOAT. So we're at this Thank point you. where it's like, it. hey, how do we get these artists on board and nurture them and, you know, blow them up? Put them in certain arenas yeah. where they can blow up. This is, you know, this is inevitable. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Steve Stout with his model, yeah. the platforms are doing it naturally themselves, mm-hmm. the kids are so into mm-hmm. entrepreneurship that they're like, fuck it, I'll just do it myself. Like, it, the internet, like, I, I laugh. I'm like, Uber's not, Amazon, like, bookstores got fucked. Yes. It's called Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> you want, like, if you owned a lot of fucking limos, you know, you got fucked. It was called Uber. Yeah. The music industry got confused because it looked like they got fucked with Napster and all that other shit, but it wasn't time yet. There was too many other ancillary things that they were able to control. Mm-hmm. But it's starting to get real interesting. Because the artists, they realize they're getting fucked. That's the yeah. thing. Is they're so, you know, they yeah. can look, they can read your, your stuff. They can go on to Wait, your... wait, wait to the 15 biggest NBA Superstars realize they're getting fucked. Yeah. Oh, well, no. They're doing it now. They're doing it now. Yeah. I'm talking about, could you imagine you woke up tomorrow and you heard that LeBron, Steph, Durant, and Giannis, and Westbrook have left the league, are now 50-50 partners with a billionaire, and have started the World Basketball League, and we have a draft in a month? I believe it's gonna happen. Oh, yeah. Game over. Yeah. You know what? I will go watch that. Mm-hmm. We watch. They, it became too top heavy. Yeah. yeah. I don't watch football for Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady, but I, but basketball is thirteen guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're still not getting the lion's share of the profits anyway. Mm-hmm. They're doing better. They literally, literally, the top twenty players all, could own fifty percent of a team tomorrow mm-hmm. with a willing billionaire. Yeah. If Bezos is one of them and it's airing on Amazon Prime. It's a wrap. Yeah, but they don't have, like, the problem with the American Football League is they don't have stars. That's true. Right? Like, if we, like, again, if we all wake up and LeBron's like, yo, I'm partners with Zucks, you know, it's game over. Like, you know, if, Mm -hmm. and I don't think that's possible in baseball, hockey, or or even football. You care more about too many variables. Bass, it's just, it's just too, it's, it's just too many variables. But 20 basketball players, have 80% of the leverage. 
Yep. You can do it. Right. I'm shocked people haven't did that overseas already, like the overseas. Like, well, there was a little bit of like, you, you see a little bit of it with like the soccer players that are a very similar spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's 20 of them <clears throat> that run shit. That's just a global 365 day yeah. year. It's so fragmented to begin with. Yeah. Between their tournaments and their leagues and the, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know, the NBA players are getting smarter and smarter by the second. They're doing shorter contracts, I noticed. A lot of NBA players yeah. doing a lot of shorter contracts. Mm-hmm. Because they have, the, what, what, what really gets interesting is TV deals. So we have a sports agency, my brother and I, and we're paying attention more to when the collective bargaining agreement comes up. Very and, soon. Very and, soon. and they'll strike or not strike or there'll be a lockout and not, but at the end result, when the TV contracts come up, it's what happened in the NBA. Mm-hmm. When the TV money massively increased, we, that's why we all freaked out when average players were getting big ass numbers for like, Six Mike men, Conley, uh-huh. and that's because yeah. that's because there's only fucking fifteen guys. You got to you only got to pay twelve, fifteen guys, yeah. and all that money it's got to go somewhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. NBA players got paid. Yeah, yeah. they did. Yeah, no, they did. They did. They deserve it, man. We watch that shit all day, every day. But it's the same thing to go back to with the, with the children. You know, uh, I you know cousins and friends, twelve years old, thirteen years old. Hey, you know, we're all in the music business. I want to I want to get a label one day uh, now it's uh, no I want my masters I keep my pub I heard Jay-Z I heard this person I heard Juicy I heard uh, nah I don't need a label SoundCloud TuneCore I'm lit a hundred percent I'm gonna sell hoodies on Shopify oh, they're yeah. entrepreneurs yeah that's what happened to me I was just living my life. I got caught up in like the macro. It's not like I masterminded. Yeah, yeah, Entrepreneurship yeah. got big. Yeah. I just happened to be there. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Right? Just like athletes. Yeah. These you got six men in the NBA who are gonna make more money this year than Dr. J made in his career. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Timing. Yeah. I'm just running businesses. I wasn't thinking about like cool people were gonna fucking think I was cool. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's just timing. Yep, time. The music business is the same thing because they got trapped in uh, these 360 deals. 100%. Fucking artists. 100%. But look, artists took the fucking check. Yeah. That 360 deal sounded exciting. Wait, for TV and stage and live events, maybe I won't even do that many and I'll fucking cash it, I'll fucking bullshit that appearance. I'm supposed to be here three years, I'm not working, I'm showing up for 40 minutes, I'm a rapper, get the fuck out of here. Like, right? Listen, don't take the check. Well, that's the reason why the longevity is wrong. 100%. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Plus, ta- plus, honestly, my favorite part, talent. Yeah. Talent for me is my favorite. Like, it's really, it's not easy to write the first great book, to write, to have the first great album, but you just live your whole life, mm-hmm. if you're, especially if you write, mm-hmm. for that first album, it's your life. Oh, and right, you have you have oh. your whole life, and you write it, yeah. and it pops because it's true. Yeah. It's you, and if you're yeah. a good writer, if you have if you're a good writer, if you can really story tell, you can paint a picture. It's your unique pic. When Eminem started talking about being white trash with a mom like that, that resonated with a whole genre of nobody who ever talked like that. Mm-hmm. The problem is, what do you do next? And that was the problem. It's funny. I remember the Jay Z like song where he talks about like fucking against like really expensive paintings. Yeah. And I remember thinking how smart that was. Because I remember thinking how like, just like, that's what he should be doing. No, it's not gonna, re- like most people don't fuck the hottest girl in the world on an $80 million yeah. fucking painting. Yeah. yeah. But it's better to tell your truth 
Otherwise, you're not t- saying anything. Because yeah. that's where he's at. That's yeah. where he's at. Yeah, yeah. People buy her. They, they love to grow with you, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, everybody's I mean, gonna stay look, the same. It's always, relevance always matters. Yeah. So one of the biggest reasons Jay-Z doesn't have as much of a youthful audience is that Delta's enormous. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're 15 in the hood, you can't even be thinking about $80 million paintings, so yeah. you're gonna fuck with baby. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, for the people that are 43 and 44, maybe, you know, you're not in the millions, but maybe when you started listening to Hove, you were fucking working at McDonald's, and maybe now you make, you know, even if you're making 40 or 100K, at least you're grown up. Yeah. At least you know what a painting is. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> you know? yeah, true. And that's been super, I've been thinking a lot about just speaking your truth. Like, mm-hmm. I, when I think about why does my content work, mm-hmm. I only talk about what's actually happening. It, you know this is why I fuck with T Grizzly. Right. This is why I'm betting long on T Grizzly. I was just, like, he's like, like, he said something, like, we were in studio and he said something to the degree of like, you know I just only write about what I actually lived. Mm-hmm. And I remember looking, I'm like, if you do that in perpetuity, you got something. Mm-hmm. And his story is real. From yeah, he's got his he, and story. yeah, he's got his real story. But again, everybody's got that struggle. Then they get paid. Their identity was the struggle in the hood, but now they're living in the suburbs of Bergen County, and they're scared to go there. And I'm telling them like, go there. Mm-hmm. Talk about the feeling that you felt when you bought your mama house. Mm-hmm. Tell that whole story. Mm-hmm. Tell the whole story. Mm-hmm. The truth yeah. is where I guess the punchline of my little rant here. Well, no, it's funny because Juicy uh, tells us all the time. He was like, you know, you got in LA, you had to get out. Yeah, yeah. When I was when I came here, I was, um, you know, after, after we won the Academy Award, I bought a house here. I was just ball, you know, balling, kicking it. How old were you? I was uh, like 30, yeah. 30, 31. I was, yeah, you were finished. I was, you yeah, were I, was, I, was going, I was going crazy then. All of a sudden, I just felt like you know the show started going down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Phone ringing as much. And my brother was asking me, my brother would come out here from Memphis. He was like, what y'all doing, man? What y'all doing? Y'all buzz is falling off, man. Y'all gotta get in the studio and make some more music. And then I was like, man, you're right, man. So I sold my house and just, and I always had a house in Memphis. I just went back to Memphis and started just doing the same things I was doing back when I was starting grinding. Like, I can't believe you just said that. You, I see yeah. why you're shaking your head, Caleb. I've been saying for the last six months a lot, randomly and shit like this. I don't understand how people understand that the thing that you fucking did to get you there is the thing that gets you to the next level. But people think once you get to a level, now you gotta change it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's when you gotta double down on it. Mm-hmm. Especially in hip hop music, mm-hmm. man. The streets are the only thing that, that's the currency. Man, I went to the same street corners. I hung out with the same people. I, man, went to the hood, shot videos, and just soaked up all that energy. And I was like, man, this is what I've And especially if you put it through the filter of new shit you saw in LA, you yeah. mix it a little, mm-hmm. you take, I think people go 100 from the street, then they go to LA and it's 100. Mm-hmm. And I think the game for me is 100 from the street, now you go to LA and you live it, you live a different life. When you go back to the street, you take 80 of that, mm-hmm. but you mix it with 20 of the new shit. I, then that's what I did. <laughs> I came back to LA and I was like, man, I ain't gonna never, I felt like I lost someone. Once I went back to Memphis and I, and I said, man, I'm gonna go back to LA. I, I, I felt like I didn't lose nothing when I touched down in, back in the city in uh, Los Angeles. I would never listen to the radio. Hmm. So I felt like the radio mm-hmm. was really mm-hmm. messing my head up because the music's different, you know. Man, it's really yeah. I just, the visual I just had was like, eat caviar with a forty. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. right. Mix True. it. No. True. High level. True. True. It, it, it's funny. Uh, uh, Common, I you know, got mm-hmm. a student of I mean, it's my culture. So yeah, of course. I live this stuff. Um, Common says that, you know, he had to sometimes get on the train in Chicago. Just, just to 
Cause he was like, level up. Oh, he's like, you came to LA. You ready for this? This is the single reason I'm winning on social. Mm. I still post every post. Oh. I write every comment. I'm in the trenches, I'm in my craft. You, 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 That's me. Yeah. Get a big man. And doubling down I, on LinkedIn. And doubling down on LinkedIn. Mm, I'm seeing that. And like that's the corny, like that doesn't seem right. But it's prime. But when you're in the trenches, you know it's right. Mm-hmm. You're not worried about that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm really fascinated by? With you specifically? And just like, you know, like, like something just happened that really like works for me. The Jonas Brothers. Mm-hmm. I think once you build a brand, and you're iconic, you're always in play until the end. Mm-hmm. Yep. You just have to be contemporary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just went number one. Phil Mack, yeah. Just it's just there's so much pent up actual fandom. Oh. Oh. When they do a tour on this, probably definitely. Do you know how many people six. listening to the audio of this probably right now in three weeks as a podcast yeah. smiled when you said 3 6 Mafia? Because you smiled to a place you, like I did it. You, you like, I literally thought about Moose and I thought about like <laughs> dumb shit we were doing. You know, like, mm-hmm. just takes you to a place. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many 40 year old women that heard that Jonas Brothers rebooted lost their damn minds? Yes. Because they thought back to her tw- 35, 30, yeah. you know, like. Uh, yes. <laughs> they, remember, they, they remember those times when those songs came out and it was at those concerts. And like, wow, I remember that. I'm gonna. Yeah. Uh, that's why they, and they concerts gonna sell out. Yeah, right, Two words, Bob. Frank Sinatra. 100%. Mm-hmm. He was a, he was a 100%. It's what Vegas does now based on that DNA. Yeah, yes. Once you get to that icon place, like yes. Cher and you're Celine Dion. An artist, and, an artist. Yeah. Always have, always yeah. have fans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you could, but where I think it's real interesting is you always have fans, but like to me it was the Tony Bennett, Lady Gaga thing. Okay. It's the it's what it's what it's why I like want you to do a song with Keed. Like there's such an equal trade. I think an established icon rapper and a up and coming SoundCloud rapper, the trade is similar to like and you know, I always think about them as like the little bit older guy with the younger lady. There's a trade going on there. You understand? Yeah. Both parties are winning. Yeah. They have two different agendas. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. Yeah. Like you know, getting schooled on the game, having a mentor. Yeah. But look, when that song comes out, and all those 14-year-olds like, who's that? Yeah. Because they don't know. No. Yeah. People take it for granted, but they don't. Mm-hmm. You're right. I'm very hot on high-low, and then I'm into genre mix. I was telling Nipsey, I had dinner with Nipsey the other day. I was like, motherfucker, listen to K-pop, listen to country. Yeah. And, he, and he's like, but it's not authentic. I'm like, no, 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 listen. And if you hear something that you're like, yo, that was fresh. And then you do a little Googling, and then you call him and be like, yo, bro, in South, <laughs> South Korea, <laughs> what you about? Oh, you grew up with a struggle? Oh, you're my guy. If you're in LA, come through. And then all of a sudden, and then it becomes authentic, and then you come out with a Nipsey Hustle K-pop song? And the next thing you know, you're in fucking Asia making four million a show. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, I mean, I wish I had musical skills. I'd be the number one artist in the world. <laughs> I, I genuinely believe it. Because you would pick. Yeah. Look what I'm doing. It's reverse engineering. Instagram is the culture. Yeah, yeah I, I, done a country, I, did a, I just did a country song with an artist. Yeah. I made the beat and everything. Well, I'd actually uh, co-produced the beat. Country you're not in it. Yeah. I want you to be in it as a, as a lyricist. I want you to be on a song with fucking Blake Shelton. I like breaking culture like that. Yeah. yeah. That would work. That's how you win. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, go look at the math the way I look at it. 
Kendrick Lamar and Taylor Swift's song, what that did for Kendrick, people don't understand. It brought in a whole new audience that never At was. scale. Yeah. And leverage. Yes. Yeah, that was a dope idea, yeah. And when you're a great artist, you can get away with it all day long. People are scared, like, oh, I don't want to sell out this. I'm like, you're not thinking. Yeah. Hey, when I did a song, when I did that song, you know, I got a song with Katy Perry. When I did that song, it was, Jeez. right today, I still perform that song. They go crazy. Oh, right? Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, I saw it at the studio, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. And he was, he was early with Young Nudie. Like before Nudie was really popping at all, he was on Nudie's mixtape. Like my biggest thing is that I just want to bring value mm-hmm. and then my main goal in life is to bring more value to every relationship that they bring to me mm-hmm. and then never have to call in that variable. I like knowing it exists. Mm-hmm. I really love what people that I bring value to say behind my back. And then my hope is that I don't fuck up enough or nothing tragic happens where I'd actually need mm-hmm. those chips. I'm trying to put chips. I know they're there. Yeah. And by the way, the best part, I know that I put in chips. And like This has already happened in my life. I put in chips, I go to take a couple out mm-hmm. and they don't have them for me. For some reason, it doesn't fuck with me. When you give without expectation, mm-hmm. truly, mm-hmm. not you're smart and you're giving and in four years you're like, okay, when he's a superstar, yeah. you know? Yeah. When you actually just give because you're just thinking the macro, mm. somebody's watching, then you can really live happy. Yeah. That's why I'm so happy. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know I have the leverage, mm-hmm. and I know if the person doesn't pay back on what I did right, okay. it doesn't, it, you know what's even funny? It isn't even like fuck them, mm. it's just like it. You yeah. said it right. That's why, that's why I jumped at it. It's like maybe some shit's fucked up with them at that moment. Maybe they fucked it up. Like, you know, like I just genuinely believe that people have to worry about them. Like, I, like humans default into that and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm empathetic. That's why I named them Empathy Wines. Yeah. That's how I have them. Yeah. Alright, I gotta bounce. Cool. Thanks guys for listening. Please, please, please share the podcast and make sure you've subscribed because a bunch of you aren't subscribed and more importantly, a bunch of you listen every day and haven't told your friends it's the best podcast in the world. I'm watching. (laughs) Have a great day.